Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Chair Podcast with James. Well, this is something I've had to talk about for a while. And uh, I guess it's a Southern California tradition. And that is um, police chases. Um, Whether it's car, van, truck, bus, bike, motorcycles, whatever it is. And the police go after them. And it's become a tradition like no other (laughs) in Southern California. Most importantly, uh, most notably in Los Angeles where... The news there, Channel 2, Channel 4, 5, 7, 9, 11. I don't think 13 has news anymore, but I'm not sure they're up there. But um, it's amazing uh, the the coverage on it nightly. And whenever something comes up, it's always on Facebook. Wherever you can find Twitter, online, and then on your television. Uh, helicopters are in the air about four or five. And uh, the amazing part is that I believe 20% of them, of the suspects, get away. Now, either they park somewhere in a garage and then escape. Uh, I believe I saw one like that on Monday afternoon on my phone. Um, There's been one pretty much every day of the week, as I'm talking to you now, on early Friday morning. So I'm waiting for another one to come up as I'm coming up to Los Angeles. Uh, It's amazing how glorified the coverage is. And then I've noticed the difference in all of them, really. Some people are drunk. Some people are armed. Some people are even women. I mean, we've had it all this week. We've had a woman uh, try to drive away from a street race. And she finally, uh, I believe, spun out of control. And, of course, she got arrested. There was one a couple weeks ago where dude was just on, I think, it was pretty much, what, five hours, I think, chase, or six hours. And it was only about maybe 20 miles or 20 minutes, I should say, of a, of a uh, what normally would be a commute from downtown Los Angeles to Carson, California. And he was going pretty well. And then for some reason, for about almost an hour, he basically went five miles per hour on the 110 freeway. And he just kept going at that speed. I don't know, you know, I forget if he was armed or not. But it just amazed me that nothing was done. You know, by the by, the cops or whatever. Maybe they because he was armed. Maybe that they didn't go after him. So it's just funny how all these things go. And then just last night there was one where a uh, 
gentleman. That's a bad term to say because he wasn't acting like one. But this guy was uh, basically, it, it seemed like drugged out. But they didn't call it a DUI. But I think he was definitely under the influence of some type of drugs. Uh, he was driving pretty recklessly. And um, he was going around downtown Pasadena. And he was just going pretty wild after a while. But then he was at stoplights. Stopped. And what amazed me is that, you know, certain areas up there have certain uh, jurisdictions, right? So the sheriff has this area, the LAPD has this area, and whatnot. And they kept going back and forth, it seemed like, with uh, the different units out there. And the guy was just going around, just off his mind, just like, Throwing stuff out the window, showing people like a, a paper or a book. I swear I saw a book. Um, he has like feet out the window, feet out the sunroof. I, I, it was just amazing to see. Uh, even had a, I think he probably took his shirt off and started waving that around. Um, it was weird too because I was watching with a friend at the time. And he was mentioning when the car was stopped that he was not in the the, uh, the intersection part where you need to be to trigger the green light for you to go. So he was there and another guy was there for a while. And the other car um, was in the right turn lane and it was at a red light. And they had a sign that said no right turns on a red light. So that guy was there stuck, and the other guy was, the suspect was there stuck. The other guy took a U-turn and went the other way after the cops did the same. Basically told him to back off. I guess not part of their LAPD's jurisdiction. The other guy ended up, the suspect ended up going up, turn right, and after a while, turned into this gas station. That's when two CHP... Uh, units went in and got him boxed in and then bang um, hit him real lightly after he was trying to get away and um, that was it but the guy first I, I swear he had his feet dangling outside the sunroof in the front seat and the highway patrolmen were Breaking the windows, trying to get him out. They ended up going on the other side to pull him out after a while. But this guy was just all over the place, the suspect. And we've seen countless uh, situations like this where somebody's really impaired, somebody's really drunk. You've got families trying to save the suspect from being killed by the co cops or, you know, by themselves hitting you know, other cars or other people. Now, what's the thing, these things I hate about it is that you also have people, when they get out of the car, they start running. Like there was this one 
Um, it was in a nice part of L.A., if you can say that. In Marina Del Rey. That's like right above LAX. It's really a nice area. And anyway, there was um, about to be nighttime. Oh yeah, it was blending into nighttime. And the night sun, as this one guy kept saying on Fox 11, kept, um, kept the eye on him. The helicopter light, basically. They were following him after he got out of the car. You know, in this uh, river bend where the homeless is and where the cyclists are going on through on their bike trail. And uh, the guy ended up uh, going on the freeway, running. He was waiting for, you know, the cars to go by and then run. And there were some pretty close calls when the guy was trying to run across the freeway both sides to get to the other side and he did and then eventually they found him in a in a field but to see that type of danger i mean that it's like a movie scene but it's nightly it's it's very crazy to see these things happen almost nightly and then other cities now have caught on to this fever of police chases. And it's a ratings bonanza. Now you have chases all over America. I guess it stemmed from the O.J. Simpson. Uh, I won't even call it a chase, but just a, a uh, an escort to, his, to the house from... Uh, Orange County. I believe it was Tustin. I can't remember where, but where the helicopters finally found him. One helicopter and first found him. John Turr, I believe, was the person's name. Um, found him and then went on from there. And all that drama. Well, then it seemed like everybody got into the act of covering high-speed chases, or slow, or normal, or on foot. But then I've seen them in Michigan, in Texas, Oklahoma, uh, well, California, Sacramento, Arizona, Nevada, Texas, I'm pretty sure I've seen. But I remember the Michigan one was pretty crazy because... You look at the neighborhoods, it's not the same as, you know, you're out out here like in California. So it was amazing to see all these different chases all across the country. But when you think about it, 30 years ago, there was no coverage of that happening at all. But then I remember having the shows growing up, whether it was uh, cops or... America's Most Wanted, that kind of glorified, you know, police chasing and and pursuit of suspects and all that. But then, when you really think about it, that led up to 
I remember the shows like watching in the summer. It was like the America's wildest police chases or something like that. And I would watch those all the time. And I just noticed how much people gravitated toward watching that. And then it seemed like almost every day, like there is now, there was always something going on in Southern California. Always something. And uh, there's a couple things that bug me, though. Uh, when these chases get into airport, airport space, so the helicopters have to be granted access to fly through or around it. But if they can't, they they lose the chase. That's frustrating because you're just trying to watch to see what happens. But it's understandable. You don't want to, you know, an in-air collision. And then you have the helicopters, and this is what really, I guess, uh, scares me, or 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 it's a reminder of what happened with uh, Kobe Bryant, with the helicopter and the fog and the hills, and uh, you see chases going further north of Los Angeles at night when there's you know the fog rolling in. And the helicopters have to, you know, turn back. And most, most, uh, most of the time, it's on the five freeway going north uh, before they hit the grapevine. Uh, that's when they have to turn back. And it's unfortunate, but it's safety. And then the same thing with going through a downtown area like L.A or Century City, or even Long Beach. I remember there were some pursuits in downtown Long Beach where the helicopter would have a hard time trying to find the car going through the streets. But from from the air, you can't see the car because it's going by, you know, tall buildings. And behind the tall buildings. So you have to wait for the car to get to the other side of that building. And when you and you try to find it amongst all these different cars, you know, in the area, especially at night, especially at night, that gets frustrating because <laughs> I can only imagine what the what the guy is thinking up there. So it's very uh, very daunting task what these guys have to do in the helicopters, uh, the reporters, the pilots. They're trying to avoid danger. Meanwhile, covering the danger down on the streets. So it's an amazing job that they have. Pretty much never a dull moment with these police chases. And then covering news in general. You know, now we get reports on our phone. Now we get live reports about these chases and then fires, um, accidents. Like we had that big pile up, I think, in Texas. I think a week before we had these crazy storms in Texas. And just people not used to 
driving on ice and now it's just a big story now very big story and um it's just amazing to see <laughs> what different weather brings but back to the pursuits and all that the car chases whatever there's some memorable ones of course that come up i'm i'm trying to think of the one that happened um, in the 90s, in Oceanside, California, where I think it was a, a motorcycle hit this Jeep at this uh, famous intersection, 101 and Vista Way. And then there was a motorcycle, I believe it was in the 90s or early 2000s, in LA somewhere. And it was getting off the freeway and it didn't stop the motorcycle, and it hit a bus. And that's very traumatic to see, honestly. And there's been some more, but I remember a couple of years ago, I believe it was, or maybe it was last year. No, maybe maybe a couple of years ago. Anyway, this uh, this RV was driving very erratic it was i believe a guy i don't think it was a girl but maybe it was um and a dog was in this rv and they were just going they were going cops were right behind him somehow the rv got very um Basically, one side of it was torn off. I can't remember how, but it was torn off. The dog is in the front seat panicking. Suspect is going, driving very erratic. And I just have that image of the RV with one side intact and the other side not. And you can see in it and all that. Ended up, the dog runs away. Suspect, you know, goes into this front yard or whatever and just sits there and, get, you know, finally gets arrested. But that was a very memorable chase. Um, but it's amazing how these things happen with, uh, with these chases and with people. I think just last year there was this one guy that was trying to run on the freeway. And he, he ended up getting hit by a car. And he was, you know, promptly uh, flung, I don't know how many feet away. Uh, that, that was very crazy to see. Um, there haven't been many uh, shootouts. Or, you know, police... Uh, involved shootings on air lately. I don't think there's there's been many that I remember, but um, don't want to see that. You know, you don't want to see that. And the amazing part, I think, fun, not funny, never fun, but the interesting part is trying to figure out what the suspect looks like, what he's wearing, if it's a male or female. You know, what car are they driving? 
who did they steal it from? Um, it, it's amazing to see uh, the differences. Like tonight, it was, or last night, it was a white male, right? But that street racing chick was a Latina female. And just the other day, there was, you know, a Latino guy. Um, so it varies, I guess. It'd be funny to see, like, if there's a, a Karen in a, in a BMW uh, getting caught by the cops and all that and going on a chase after she didn't get what she wanted. That would that would be funny to see. Uh, I, I doubt that'll happen though, I don't know. But um I've always wondered what other people thought about Southern California and Los Angeles when they see these chases. You know, because now you can watch them live pretty much anywhere in the country. Um from LA. These chases happen from from Southern California, but you can watch them everywhere around the country. I wonder what people think about, you know, us here, wherever they live. You know, how crazy it can get sometimes. It, it's funny to think about. You know, you have someone, oh, and there was this one more I could think of. It was just like a movie script. I, I swear, it was just like a movie script. They were out in Kern County. That's like the middle of nowhere, basically. Just dirt roads and land, basically. And uh, this guy had his wife being chased by the police for a good while. In this truck. And. Um, he, in, he ends up going on this turn. And loses control. Ends up. Ends up uh, crashing. Into. Uh, I don't remember. Some bushes or a rock pile. He ends up crashing. In a rock pile. Whatever it was. And then. He uh, basically leaves his wife there in the car, in the truck. He goes hiding wherever he can. And and he does it successfully. Like, the helicopters see him, but it's daytime, so there's no searchlight or anything like that. The units can't find him, so they get out of their unit cars and start looking around. Somehow the guy gets around all the surveillance and all the cars and, you know, dogs. Um, and steals a, 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 a cruiser, a police car. And then he goes on for a chase. But it was just like a movie. And I'd never seen that before in real life where a guy... Steals a police car. And takes that on a joyride. And then I can't remember what happened. But I know finally he was uh, stopped and arrested. But 
that was one of the most amazing chases I think I've ever seen. Really do. It was one of the most amazing things I've ever seen. So, um, it's just amazing out here what can happen. But it's all bad, too, because it's all crime. And the one thing I, I, I don't understand, and I want to... I don't want to offend all the people that love, like, the true crime stuff and all that, and murder and all that stuff, but, like, don't you get sick of that stuff? People dying, and you try to figure out how they died, Law and Order and all those different shows. It's like a obsessed fetish with people. It's just amazing how many different shows there are. Now you have podcasts and documentaries on Netflix. It's amazing, like, how many people are into, like, crime, drama, murder, stabbings, whatever the case is. I'm thinking to myself, you know, are you, like, preparing yourself for something or or you just want to live trying to figure out how you're going to die. You know, it's, it's just amazing to think about. All these people are watching all these uh, crime shows. It's just ridiculous to me. But that's 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 how they get, you know, that, that entertains them. And then I have my car chases, I guess. <laughs> so uh, that's been my podcast on police pursuits in Southern California and wherever you find them. If you like this podcast, I do it weekly or try to do it weekly. Here on the Chair Podcast with James, you can find me on Anchor, Pocket Casts, Spotify, Google, Apple, many other uh, podcast uh, platforms out there. Just, just search the Chair with James podcast. Take care, everybody, and stay safe out there. Later.